0: Hello everyone, welcome to Season 1, Episode 2 of One Mind, One Body, One Soul Podcast. I'm your host, Linda McKenzie, and today we're going to talk about love. But before that, I would like to say a prayer. Father God, I thank you and I praise you. I give you all the glory. I give you all the honor for who you are and how you love us so. Help your people, Lord God, to understand how much you truly love them, oh God. You show us love every day. You show us love all the time, but we are so busy that we don't pay attention. Help us, Lord God, to be attentive to your love and your kindness and your grace and your mercy towards us. I decrease, Lord God, let it be none of me and all of you that speak to your people. Circumcise their hearts and their ears to hear what you're saying, oh God. I choose to speak life, your life, Lord God, to your people, Lord God. I give you all the glory, I give you all the praise, and says in Jesus' name that I pray. Amen. The love of God, and I'm good at this subject because I I know He loves Himself some Linda. Yes, and He loves Himself some you too. But God is so beautiful and amazing and awesome and great and mighty. He's so just, so faithful, so loving and so forgiving. He loves His people. He loves all of us. Jesus died for the world. Everyone that's in the world. Jesus died for even the people that we may feel like don't deserve it, He loves them. We don't deserve it. But he loves us. He loves the, uh, the people that we feel like deserve death. He loves them. And if he can love us in our sins and every person know their own heart, know the ugliness of their heart. Each person that's breathing knows the real them. You know the real you. And if God can love us inside of that, <laughs> that's the kind of love that I want. He's not like man. Man only love on conditions, but God loves unconditionally. You can't truly say that you love someone, truly say that you love someone when they mess up and you throw them away that's not love that's conditional love but God's love is unconditional no matter what we do who we do it to what we say who we say it to what we believe in who we believe in He still loves us and that's awesome within itself He wants you to know how much He loves you Ask him. He'll show you. He'll tell you. He'll prove his love to you. He proves it every millisecond, anyway. But we're too busy not paying any attention. We're too busy carrying on and caring about the things of the world. This life is gonna pass us by. And if our hearts are right and we are and we're we're one with God, we're gonna be with him for eternity. But while we're here, we have to understand. Who we are. And who we are in Him. And who He is. And what He's called us to do. Every person born here has a purpose for being here. Every person that's born has a purpose for being here. Pursue your purpose. Find out what your purpose is. Ask God. Seek God. A lot of us are miserable. Unhappy. No peace. No joy. But we smiling. Put on the makeup. Hair. Swagged out, dressed up. But deep, deep inside, we just miserable. Wanting to die. But afraid to have no life. Just existing. I've had a lot of real relatives, especially my brother. He's He was in and out of prison for ever since he was like 13. Because he, he had something traumatic that happened to him when he was he's like 7. He was in prison in and out for most of his, of all of his life. He ended up dying in prison. But the, behind the prison walls really didn't get him. The prison of his own mind what got him it was because he had the mindset like, this is who I am. God doesn't love, love me, you know? I'm never gonna amount to anything. I don't know if he said it or not, but that's the way he lived. And I used to always pray the Lord, please don't let my brother die in prison. Please don't let my brother die in prison. But he died in prison. But God let me know that He had Him and that He saved Him. God gave me that peace to know. And He had a beautiful home going as if He had been the Holy Ghost filled saint all His life. <laughs> I don't want to do that. I don't want to live just to be existing and then die, having not even have having, having even lived. But you die and you go on. A lot of people, life is just passing you by, and you miserable, and you unhappy. When you don't have to be, when you have a comforter, you have a way out. You have a way of escape. You have Christ. That's who will give you joy. That's who will give you peace. That's who will give you the love that you're seeking. You can be married, be in love with the most amazing person it is, but it's still going to be a void. It's still going to be a spot that God only allows him. He, It says it's his spot. It's going to always be a void in every human being. I don't care how much in love you are. I don't care how good your husband is to you. I don't care how good your wife is to you. Since God has left a spot in there for him. You could be the richest person in the world, still, and don't have Christ. You could you 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 poor. You poor in spirit. I don't care. The richest person in the world needs the Lord. You can say you happy, you enjoying life, but deep down inside, you lying. Because Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life without him you have no life you're only existing that's a terrible and horrible way to live, unhappy depressed mean, hateful unfulfilled unloved, not loving jealous of somebody else that's a horrible way to live but yet the world is getting worse and worse Not only the world but some believers some that say they are called by Jesus name they're miserable too carnal minded, mean that's why a lot of people don't want to come, they don't want to get saved because church folks didn't turn them off only thing they preach about is God gonna bless you with a house God gonna bless you with a car God going to bless you with a husband. God going to bless you with a wife. They're not teaching the, the the, the gospel of the kingdom. They say we're living in our last days. The end is near. But the Bible says, when this gospel, the gospel of the kingdom, is preached to all nations, then shall the end come. Is the gospel of the kingdom being preached yet all over the world, over the entire earth? I think not. If Jesus come back for us now, it's gonna be a lot of uh, lost people. God already has the victory; He's already promised us the victory. I have family members that it's not ready. I have loved ones that's not ready, and I know whatever concerns me concerns Him. I just want to do what he's called me to do. I want to spread love to his people. I want to win souls. You don't have to go throw a scripture in people's face, throwing the Bible up in their face and condemning them and judging them. You don't have to do that. Just show love. He said, Jesus said, if I be lifted up, I'll draw all me. You just love. He'll do the drawing. You're called to love. Do everything in love and kindness. Have the right motive for everything that you do always give a righteous response. Let your first response be a righteous response. But you can't do all this in one day. Purifying your heart takes time. You have to be honest about it. You have to be real about it. You have to ask God to show you. Because there's some things dip, embedded in your heart deep down that you don't even realize is there. But once you get in His presence and fellowship with Him, and He'll show you. Not only will He show you, He'll transform your heart. He's just this loving God. He loves us just that much. He loves us so much, He wants us to go back with Him. He don't want us to be left behind. I believe there's some things that going to happen in the world that's going to be terrifying to a lot of people. But... Those that are called of God you have to be ready for spiritual warfare. You have to be in tune with God. We can't get caught up with these in these distractions and wanting this and wanting that. We can't get caught up in what we care about and what we want. We have to let this stuff go. We just have to let it go. We have to crucify the flesh. Crucify the flesh. Let go of our will. God, let Your kingdom come. Let Your will be done in earth. Let Your will be done in my life and in my heart. The Bible says only the pure heart heart gonna see God. He's not just talking about when you get to heaven. Your heart pure now, you can see Him now. You can know. You can know His will. we don't know his will we we don't know him because we don't know his word we don't know his will there's a lot of deep mysteries in God that I'm searching for I'm hungry for it and I'm gonna get there and I want you to get there too but first I want you to to understand how much he loves you, and anybody that know that knew me, the old me, knows that I wasn't the loving kind of person. I couldn't stand people, but God has put His love in me to love His people, so that even though the family is the hardest. But even though people I know don't mean me any good, I still love them. When they talk about me, I still love them. But my family is the test. I'm, I had, you know, I had a confrontation not too long ago. And I said, Lord, how can I love people? And then when it comes to my family, I don't even want to be around some of them. That's not love. You just have to be honest. When you avoid people because you don't you can't be around them because you don't want to say the wrong things, that's not love. Charity begins at home, spread abroad. Charity means your family. If you can't win your family, how are you going to go out and win someone else? Every time that I think that I've accomplished something, God will show me, nope, you got to clean that up. got to clean that up. Your family is your hardest critic. They'll be the first one to say, you're a hypocrite. I thought you was Christian. I thought you were saved. They'll be the first one. But you got to get to a place in God that you got to love them anyway. If they knew how much God loved them, your family, they wouldn't act the way they act. If they knew it. People miss, they miss, they act up because they don't understand who they are. We know who we are in in our carnal carnal mindsets, but we don't know who we are with the mindset that matters. The mindset that matters is a spiritual mindset. You have to be born again and resurrected in order to get to know who you are. When you find out who you are, you're going to be so overwhelmed, so you're just going to be blessed. You're going to be so full of joy, so full of peace when you finally realize who you are. And nothing or nothing or that nobody can say can change your mind when once you know who you are in Him. It's a beautiful thing to get to know who you are. It's a beautiful thing to get to know who He is. It's a beautiful thing to be in fellowship with Him and relationship so awesome so amazing so wonderful and I love my life now I love the peace that I have I love the joy that he gives me I see life in a totally different way I see life in the, through spiritual eyes now. Life is beautiful. We can enjoy life right here, right now. It's up to you. What are you going to do? Are you going to get to know Him? Are you going to ask Him how much He loves you to show you how much He loves you? are you going to embrace it when He shows you? Are you going to believe it? Are you even going to ask Him? Ask Him. Seek Him. He'll find you. Amen? So I want to thank you for your time today.